Welcome to Navigating Cancer Together. My name is Talaya Dindi. I'm a cancer thriver, cancer doula, independent patient advocate, and owner of On the Other Side. I use my experience to help others get on the other side of cancer. Gaps between the guidance, emotional support, and education that are needed and what one receives can be huge. This podcast fills those gaps by sharing stories, resources, and information about all things related to cancer and wellness. I interview guests from all walks of life who are living with cancer, caregivers, and those who are thriving on the other side. Also, I talk with organizations, healthcare professionals, and experts in the health and wellness spaces who offer complementary and integrative care. Join me. We are in this together. Hello, everyone. This is Talaya Dindi from OnTheOtherSide.life, and you're listening to Navigating Cancer Together, the show that has something for everyone facing cancer. Why? Because everyone is different. We're different needs, beliefs, and perspectives. Thank you for joining us for this episode. I encourage you to open your minds and your hearts. Today, our very special guest is Edna Ness. Edna Ness is the co-owner, along with Caitlin Wilson, of Inlight Hyperbarics, a leading hyperbaric oxygen clinic located in Vancouver, Washington. Her profound commitment to serving her community stems from a deeply personal experience. Supporting her husband on his journey to recovery from stage 4 tongue and throat cancer. This life-changing experience has been a driving force behind Edna's dedication to providing accessible and effective healthcare solutions to those in need. With a compassionate heart and a strong sense of purpose, Edna works tirelessly to enhance the well-being of her community through the transformative power of hyperbaric oxygen and light therapy. Her story is a testament to the impact of personal experiences on one's path to making a positive difference in the lives of others, and she continues to be a source of inspiration and hope for those she serves in Vancouver and beyond. Edna, thank you so much for joining us today, and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure, Edna. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. I'm just really happy to be here. Wonderful. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm really interested in diving into learning more about in-light hyperbarics. And now, why don't we start off first by sharing some information about your husband's stage four cancer diagnosis. And if you could start with how he learned he had that diagnosis and then the treatments he underwent. Sure. As far as how he found out, it started with a little cough he had in his throat that it just wouldn't go away. So he went to the doctor and they said, if it doesn't go away in a couple of weeks, come back. And so it didn't go away. You know, it would go away and then it would come back and go away and come back. And he just kept ignoring it. That would be like in March of 2014. And then on into October, it finally turned into a sore throat. And Again, the sore throat wasn't going away, but he kept on ignoring it. He was going on a trip with a friend of his, and he said, if I don't feel better when I get back, then I'll go to the doctor again. So when he came back, I could tell that his voice had changed. 
And I thought maybe he had a stroke or something when he was gone. But he said, no, nothing in particular. So then I knew that we really needed to get him in to see the doctor. That is how we came to find out he had stage four base of tongue cancer, squamous cell carcinoma. And he was very advanced. So his tumor was at that point really starting to multiply overnight and ended up, we went to many different doctors trying to figure out what we needed to do. Surgery was not an option. He was going to need radiation and chemotherapy. We kept going for different options because I was concerned with my husband's quality of life after treatment, as I was learning more about radiation damage, and especially in the area of the throat, which involves your eating and your breathing and your talking and really life itself. So by the time we had an appointment up at Seattle Cancer Care, Seattle Cancer Care Alliance is where we went in Washington State University Medical Center. By the time we were there, they gave him less than a week to live. It was pretty severe. He was choking on his tumor. Oh, I bet that was a pretty traumatic experience for your husband, especially, but then you also as his caregiver. Can you please share with us, Edna, a little bit about your experience being your husband's caregiver and what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced and how you overcame those challenges? I would say that probably the first big challenge was just keeping him alive. Yes. <laughs> to just even be able to get any treatment. We were able to speed it up a lot because we of where we were at, what hospital. And I would just highly recommend people getting second opinions. And if you've got a severe cancer like that, looking for a cancer center that really has the numbers behind them, that has a lot of experience, because if we wouldn't have been there, I know that my husband would have died, but they were willing to jump through hoops for him. So really the first challenge was keeping him alive and being able to get as much nutrition down him as I could when somebody can't swallow and doesn't have a feeding tube yet. So that was the first challenge. Then the other challenge really in the beginning was just keeping hope alive for him. Because at that point, he really felt like he was gone because he was so close. And really that would be an ongoing challenge is just keeping hope alive and keeping his spirits up to want to live because of course, after treatment he had, so he went through 33 radiation treatments and two very large chemo treatments. So by the time he was done with treatment, he just wanted to die because he was so miserable. He was completely blistered internally his mouth, his tongue, his throat, he couldn't swallow, he could hardly breathe, he couldn't talk. It wasn't a quality of life. So just keeping his spirits up was a big challenge, but I I wasn't ready to let him go. <laughs> so yeah. I fought hard to keep his spirits up. Every day we would read quotes from the Bible. I had little affirmation cards for him about hope and belief and love and happiness and just keeping it light and then really doing everything 
imaginable that I could that was going to protect his healthy cells to give him back the quality of life and try and get him healed as fast as possible. Because if somebody is not wanting to live because of the injuries that they have sustained from treatment, the quicker you can get them healed and feeling better, then the more hope they have. Thank you for sharing that, Edna. I love how you really found ways to instill hope in your husband. I I can only imagine how tough that is having to have that level of treatment and then just feeling not very well after. I also love how you thought about quality of life. A lot of people are just really focused on and understandably focused on just getting through the treatment, but you're right. Quality of life is so important especially if you have the mindset that, hey, there is life after cancer. I'm going to beat this mm-hmm. thing. Exactly. Edna, one of the ways you helped your husband was by hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Please tell the audience what that is and how it's helpful for people living with cancer and even after treatment. And if you could just also share a little bit about how it impacted your husband in a positive way. Sure. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy is basically getting inside of a chamber and breathing oxygen, either extra oxygen or even just um, ambient air under pressure. So why would we want to do that? The reason is it's we're hyperoxygenating the body. So when we breathe oxygen under pressure, we're able to dissolve the oxygen into the fluids of the body. So that would be the plasma, the cerebral fluids, lymphatic fluids. So when we do that, we're able to get oxygen to the areas that are inflamed or damaged that may not be getting oxygen. So why is that important for people who have undergone treatment? Chemotherapy and radiation destroy our blood vessels. Radiation kills our tissue along with bone. It's all the tissue that's radiated. So if we can't get oxygen through the blood cells or through the blood vessels, if we can oxygenate the fluids and push that oxygen deeper into the tissue, then we can bring that tissue back to health. So with my husband, he had that radiation on his throat, the whole throat and mouth area, I was concerned about osteoradionecrosis, which is where that tissue is dead and eventually will fall apart because there's no blood flow there to keep it alive. So for me, that was how we were going to get him back to having a quality of life and to prevent a reoccurrence because cancer loves living in a hypoxic environment. Hypoxic is low oxygen. So if we could keep the oxygen levels up, then that would give him new tissue, bring his organs back to health, the salivary glands, his taste buds, and prevent that cancer from coming back. I want to say that the best analogy that I can give people as far as understanding what hyperbarics does is if you think about the soda stream yes. where 
You can push oxygen into fluid the, the, and make carbonated water. Mm -hmm. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy is like that for our bodies. So we are just dissolving the oxygen into the fluids of the body. And it's called Henry's law, if you want to look it up. Wonderful. But why would somebody that has had cancer or treatment want to do hyperbarics for quicker recovery time, not wanting to have a reoccurrence of cancer? So changing the environment within our body to be healthier and not be an environment where cancer wants to live. That's going to help with your energy levels. If you've had surgery, it's going to help you to recover faster from surgery. If you've had chemotherapy and you have chemo brain or nausea, it can reverse the nausea and it can ease the chemo brain because we're getting oxygen into the brain and getting that chemo out of the brain. So those are just some of the benefits. My husband, after he was done with treatment, we started doing two treatments a day. And that seemed a lot to him. He yeah, was not very happy with me at the time. I bet. <laughs> but he soon realized that it was what was making him feel better immediately. And so he was willing to do it because he realized that it was actually giving him more quality of life. I just want to let everyone know that my husband lived another 10 years without ever having a reoccurrence of cancer, which is a big deal when you have had stage four cancer to never have a reoccurrence is remarkable. So I, I attribute a lot of that to hyperbaric oxygen therapy, light therapy, good diet, keeping your spirits up. Yes. All very yeah. important things. And, and I'm curious, how did you learn about um, hyperbaric therapy and light therapy? Was this something you were already experienced with, or is this something that you found and learned about on your own? That's a good question. So the same year that my husband was diagnosed with cancer, I personally had an accident, a life-threatening accident. I took on a 220 volt shock. So I had a lot of nerve damage and roaming electrical pain. And previous to that, I had chronic migraines. I was always looking for a solution for that. After my taking on the shock, my migraines were constant. And I knew about hyperbaric oxygen therapy and I had done one treatment before and it was the longest I had been without a migraine. So I always knew it was something I wanted to try again. So after taking on this shock, my business partner and I decided we would buy a chamber so that I could try and get my healing. And we said, if I get my healing, we'll open a healing center. If I didn't get my healing, we would sell the chamber. So. We bought a chamber. I had it at home and I started doing daily doubles. And within a month, my migraines were gone. My nerve damage was really like practically gone. I wasn't in pain anymore. It was remarkable. So we opened a healing center. <laughs> nice. This was around the time that Doug started having that little cough. And 
I have to say, he wasn't really happy with me that I bought this $20,000 chamber. <laughs> I bet, but he was later. <laughs> uh-huh. Then he was really happy because yeah. it would be both of our saving grace. And so that's how I was introduced to it. And after getting my own healing, I wanted to be able to offer it to others. And if it worked for me, it might work for other people. We were pretty new in our business when Doug was diagnosed. Didn't know a lot about cancer recovery and hyperbarics at the time, but I learned really quickly. And since then, we've been able to give other people quality of life by introducing them to hyperbarics and just learned so much over the years by going to our conferences and learning from the doctors that have been using it for the longest. So that's how I was introduced. It literally saved both of our lives in the same year. How timely and what a blessing. It was definitely divine intervention. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) And uh, speaking of your healing center, In Light Hyperbarics, please tell the audience what a client or customer can expect when they come into your space and what other modalities you offer. Okay. I love this one because we built our place very intentionally for the experience. So when you come into Inlight Hyperbarics, it is very colorful and friendly. It's decorated very beautifully because we knew that if someone was coming in, they were probably not doing very well and we didn't want it to feel like another clinic. We wanted it to feel like home. But you walk in and you do feel like home where it's the nice artwork on the walls and it's colorful and comfortable space. And it's a lot of space. We have a 4,500 square foot of healing center. If you come in on crutches or a walker or in a wheelchair or just not feeling well, you're not in a tight space. You feel like there is space for you. And you may see other clients sitting around talking or you just feel like you're in a good place to get some recovery. We have six hyperbaric chambers. We have three hard shell steel chambers that go to higher pressures. We have three mild hyperbaric chambers. We have two light beds for doing near infrared, red and blue light therapy. We also have a lot of light light therapy pads Light therapy is all about increasing circulation and reducing pain and and inflammation. That's the FDA clearance. We have an infrared sauna. Actually, we have two infrared saunas and a biomat, which is another far infrared therapy that is also a grounding pad where people can take a nap. So sometimes we have people that are doing daily doubles and want a place to just rest between their treatments. So we have a lot of areas where people can either rest or they can sit and eat lunch. We also have a whole body vibration. We have a cold plunge and we have a healing pod. A healing pod is a combination therapy. It's an individual sauna that goes up to 192 degrees. It has light therapy. It has gemstones in it. It has vibration in the table. You breathe Himalayan salt, air. Yeah, it's just a little healing pod. We also offer soft wave TRT. 
And what that is, it's tissue regenerative technologies, and it is for pain and reducing inflammation, speeding up the healing process. Most of what we do here is all about reducing inflammation, speeding up the healing process, or just offering anti-aging and prevention. It's an alternate way to uh, look at um, taking care of yourself. We do have memberships that people come in and use our facility, just like you would a gym membership. Nice. That sounds very interesting. I might have to take a trip there. Um, I I think that sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I love all the things that you're doing there. It made me think of this question, Edna, your staff. Can you tell us a little bit about your staff? Are there certain certifications or, or things like that people would need in order to be able to operate the different machines and equipment that you have just for absolutely. people who are curious? Oh, absolutely. We happen to be very blessed with a staff that is just top notch and so full of passion and love for what they do. All of our technicians are certified and have gone to conferences with us to learn more about what they're doing and how to operate, not only how to operate the chambers in a safe manner, but also how to work with patients and how to talk to them about any concerns. We pride ourselves in customer service because that is the most important. It's a treatment. Hyperbarics is a treatment that you need to have a lot of trust because you're putting someone in a chamber and they're counting on you to keep them safe and get them out safe. And we take pride in making sure that our staff are always learning and growing and keeping up on the the newest information. All of our staff have their own experiences with hyperbarics. And so they can share what they've gone through. And some of them are remarkable stories. I would like to share one that I love for people to hear because it was a situation that we didn't think could happen, I guess. We have a young gentleman at 18 years old. He was on an allergy medication and it was because he was a basketball star and he had allergies during basketball season. So his doctor put him on a a medication to help with his allergies. And after the season, his doctor just said, you can just go off of it. So he went off of it and it fried his brain. So he had what's called brain on fire. He had basically a chemical brain trauma from this medication. And when he came in to see us, when his mom brought him in, he couldn't even say a sentence. And he was so full of anxiety and depression. He couldn't even sleep on his own because he was so distraught and full of anxiety. It's a long story, but he committed to his health. In the beginning, it was very difficult for him because he didn't really understand and couldn't comprehend. As with brain trauma, when you have a broken leg, you know what to do for it. But if you have a broken brain, you can't think about what's good for you. And you have to put your trust in other people. It was a long road, but he put his trust in us and his mom put his trust in us. And today he is a 21-year-old young man that is so amazing and has helped so many other people with brain trauma. He works for us. He has shared his story to many other young people and is just such a support for anyone that comes in with brain trauma and can really help walk them through it. This young man thought his 
life was over because he couldn't play basketball anymore because of his brain trauma. And what he will tell you now is that really his life was just beginning because now he knows his true passion for helping others to see and have hope for the future. And that sometimes God leads us down a road that we're not sure about, but if we can just have trust and follow his word, then we can get to the other side in a much better place than we would have initially. That's a beautiful story and a very wonderful client testimony. You were so good in helping him that he became an employee, a part of your team. So yes. Beautiful. <laughs> and to be so young to have to go through something like that, that had to be oh. very traumatic for him. Yes. And so to be able to have that lived experience and use it to help others is a huge blessing. Definitely. Yeah. Edna, right now, are you accepting new clients? And also, if you are, how does someone go about becoming a client? Okay, absolutely. Always accepting new clients from anywhere in the U.S. Okay, great. <laughs> we not only clients within our healing center here, which we do have people that come even from far away and stay for periods of time for treatment, but also locally but also clients that may need to purchase or rent a chamber for in their home. So we do that as well. We help people get set up in their home. We train them how to use it. So if they're so sick, like I was, or like my husband was, that we needed it in our home to be able to get the treatment that we wanted. So those clients all across the board, we want to hear from people. As far as how to get started, you can call us. Definitely. Our number is 360-326-3264. And any of our staff can help you get going in whatever direction you're needing, whether it's to set up just a consultation. That's usually the best way to get started because we do have to have medical clearance for someone to get into the chamber and we can help them with all of that. We have a medical director that does all of the medical clearance and guides us when we're needing guidance. So setting up a consultation is the best thing to do. We can do that either in person or via Zoom or just even a phone call. And our staff will guide you through the rest. Wonderful. Please tell the audience your website as well. It is inlighthyperbarics.com. It's a Thank long you. one, but it's just our business name.com. Wonderful. Thank you. I will put that information in the lesson notes so that the listeners can easily find that information. One question that came up for me, for people who live in different states, but they would like to have a chamber sent to their home, mm -hmm. what does that look like once that chamber arrives? Does someone come in to help them get it set up and show them how to operate it? What does that process look like? So we definitely, sometimes we go out and help the person set it up. It depends on the situation. If they have a great support and we can do that over a Zoom or over a phone call, if someone's capable and if they have family that can help them get it set up. I know that when I got mine, I set mine all up by myself, which is pretty amazing. But we are always willing to make the trip to go and help them and do training. There is also training online for them. 
like if they want to learn more, we can access training online for them to learn more about hyperbarics and the safety of it and educate them a little bit more. Great. So there's a lot of different options for people in a lot of different situations. That's amazing. Definitely. I think it's so important. In my opinion, everyone needs to have a little healing center in their home. I would love that. Yes. (laughs) It's it's almost more important than having a car. (laughs) You're right. Because if you're not feeling well and you're at a point where you can't walk, you can't drive either. So yeah. Yeah. Quality of life, right? That's right. That's quality of life is everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. Based on all of your experience and knowledge, what's one thing someone can do at home to implement preventative measures for cancer, like diagnosis, cancer, reoccurrence, that kind of thing? I would say probably the number one thing that I would suggest that's simple and anyone can implement is when you're eating, always ask yourself, is this going to hurt me or help me? So getting rid of the sugars and eating as much anti-inflammatory foods as possible, making sure that you've got quality water and that you drink plenty of water. Mm. So that's something we all eat, right? And we just have to make the choice of what we're putting into our bodies. And always check in with your emotional state. Are you in a positive emotional state or a negative emotional state? Because that makes a difference on what's going on in your body. So those are two that are just very basic. And obviously exercise is a good thing. Movement, keeping things moving so we don't get stagnant. Yeah, that's great advice, Edna. Thank you for sharing that. What is your vision for the future? And where do you see things going with hyperbarics for cancer recovery in the future? My vision is definitely to have what we do more mainstream. I want to help other people that have passion for natural health. I want to help them to to build what we have built because there could be one of these in every town. There should be one of these in every town and physicians. I would love for physicians to recognize what we do as, as mainstream, you know, the goal is to do no harm, but if we do have to do harm, which Cancer treatment just automatically does harm to our bodies. It's for a purpose, but it does harm our healthy cells and it reduces our immune system to nothing. So if we can help people to get out of that harm and to heal, it's just so important. I just hope that it becomes more mainstream and accepted by our Western medical I'm in agreement with you 100% there. Very important, mainstream and more acceptable. And quite frankly, and accessible. Accessible, yes. Number one. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah. And anything that isn't natural, in my opinion, is doing harm. We need to have these everywhere. Just look at our food supply. A lot of those things are not natural, those chemicals and things like that. So even down to that perspective, hyperbarics is very helpful. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're winding down here. So before we end, I like to ask my guests two questions. Uh This first question is, what is one word you would use to describe how your husband survived cancer? 
I would, I just have to go back to hope. Beautiful. Me having hope and him having hope. Because if you don't have hope, when you're at a stage, when they say you only have a week to live, you can go one of, one of two ways and hope was it. Yes, so true. Hope can take you very far, that's for sure. Yeah. And finally, Edna, what is something that people often misunderstand about you or your business? Um, I'm going to say maybe that you have to be a doctor to do what I do. <laughs> you are preaching to the choir, Edna. <laughs> And I, we just, I have a lot of passion. My business partner has a lot of passion for helping people, bringing hope to those who are suffering. And we always are doing everything we do safely. We have medical directors. We make sure that we follow the rules and the guidelines and that we operate safely. And so you don't have to be a doctor to do what we do. Yeah. Just have to hire one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you don't have to be a doctor to want to help people and no. love people and want the best mm -hmm. for their well-being. So absolutely. Yes. And oftentimes I just share this. I think when you come in here, you will usually at some point in your consult or whatever your experience is, you will end up getting a hug before you leave oh, because yeah. physical touch is one of the best therapies. Yes. Hugs so, are healing. <laughs> yep. So we offer those too. <laughs> All right. See, that's another incentive. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love that. Is there anything else before we end our conversation today? I don't think so. I guess what I would like to say is just thank you for what you're doing. My pleasure. It's so important and needed. We always need these conversations so that people know that there is hope out there. There are people that can give you recommendations and knowledge that you may not have. You're not alone. And so I really appreciate what you're doing. It's my pleasure, Edna. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the work that you do as well. All the different modalities that you offer, as well as the education and love is a huge part of it as well. So I want to thank you so much, Edna, for all your hard work. And I will make sure that the audience knows how to reach out to you and get more information if they're interested. Thank you so much Wonderful. for your time today, Edna. It was such a pleasure talking with you and learning more about InLight Hyperbarics. Thank you so much for the opportunity. My pleasure. Before we end today, I would like to give a shout out to the listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. Please share, follow, or subscribe so that you can easily find this podcast and listen again. You can listen to Navigating Cancer Together on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. That is it for this Wednesday. And until next time, let's keep navigating cancer together. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Navigating Cancer Together. I hope you found it helpful. Please be sure to subscribe, share, and tell your friends and family about it. For notes from the show and previous episodes, visit ontheotherside.life and check out the podcast section. I would love it if you join me for the next episode. Talk to you soon.